G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. One of those ministry organizations that we enjoy monitoring is the Bible League. And as you know, as a global organization, a global ministry, there are always new developments. So a focus today on the nation of South Africa with the visits of the Bible League Regional Director in South Africa, Shadrach Malisua. Shadrach's joining us. Hello, Shadrach. Welcome along to 2020. Thank you so much. Yes. Shadrach, uh, first time in Australia? Uh, no, second time. Second time. Second time. Uh, some will be saying with a name like Shadrach, uh, did you leave your brothers at home? Uh, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm sure you've grown up with uh, with those sorts of comments. Yep. Uh, were you named after the Shadrach character that we read about in the scriptures? Yes, true. Yep. So your family heritage is a very strong Christian foundation. Oh, yes, yep. yep. How long have you been at the helm now for the Bible League in South Africa? Um, I joined Bible League in 2000, then I've been working as a national director, you know, in that country, yes, for about uh, 17 years now. Okay, uh, well established, and no doubt uh, you're used to touring the world and representing the Bible League in a lot of different settings. Uh, when you come to Australia, is this a designated place that you come to and they say, Shadrach, you need to go down and make some friends in Australia. Is that the way they talk about it? Oh, yes, yes. Pretty sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell me about the work of the Bible League in South Africa because, as I understand it, uh, the way things are going in South Africa now, uh, there is a intensely important time for getting the Scriptures into the hands of people, particularly young people. How are you going about that? Yeah, I think we'll remember that in 1994... When South Africa gained independence, now the state became a, a secular state, whereby the the you know Bible reading and the prayers were not allowed in the schools any longer. Now, because of that, you know, stance from the government, we experienced as Christians a lot of problems within the kids or learners, whereby there was things like uh, 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 Satanism coming in the schools. Gangsterism coming in, alcohol, drug abuse, and teenage pregnancies, you know, and all these kinds of things that cause problems within the, our, our learners big time. And now it's interesting that you draw that uh, similarity, that correlation to things that happen in other countries that are called secular countries, and you say you can identify 1994 in yep. South Africa, and yep. South Africa became a secular nation. Yep. Uh, prayers weren't uh, allowed, I imagine, as much in schools. The yep. Bible didn't have its place of authority uh, in the lives of people. And so you have a lot of social issues that come in. You even mention Satanism. Uh, coming into schools, yep. uh, alcoholism, all, all of those things that are, uh, are dreadful things. How do you link that with the idea of a secular state, that the Bible doesn't have its same value anymore? 
Oh yes, yeah. Um, that's a, a, a serious problem that that the kids now and the generation they went out of the way. You know, they you lost their the good morals from the learners, and 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 that caused even uh, uh, the schools were not able to produce the results because uh, the learners could not able to focus. You know, and that make a lot of dropbacks from from the learners not continuing to school, going to universities as well. Yeah. Okay. So when we talk about uh, alcoholism, a uh, teen pregnancy, those things on the rise. You even mentioned Satanism, mm-hmm. uh, because if you take the Bible out, uh, then there are other all sorts of other spiritualities yep. that creep in, and Satanism being just one of those, but that you draw attention to it. Uh, this area of occult, uh, perhaps very, very prominent in South Africa, perhaps more prominent than we might see it here. How do you describe that Satanism influence? Well, um, it's very you know, strong uh, occult or occult that is coming in the schools, you know, both blacks and white schools. Uh, the kids are being initiated into it, and they are caused to begin to drink blood. You know, they'll start with drinking blood of cats, and, and they'll go through to even to drink the blood of people. They'll go around and, and stab each other and kill each other to suck the blood. So, and they behave really strange because they are told that, okay, for you to get rich or to get popular, you need to kill somebody that you love. You know, and we saw the kids killing even their parents for them to gain that kind of power, you know. So when we talk about the presence and the power of the Bible in the hands of young people, we're talking about something here that can change the direction of a young life, uh, protect a young life, protect the family of those young people. The Bible is a really powerful instrument in the hands of young people when they actually have access to one. Yes, you realize that, uh, you know, uh, the period of 13 years up to 18 years is a right period for young people to make a decision to receive the Lord. And they are there to receive the word. And we have seen that in South Africa, around 65% of the populations are out of young people and children, you know, so... And, and the young lives are the ones that we're looking at. And, and that's how the Bible League is focusing more in those learners, you know, so that when their lives are turned around because of the Bible reading and, and then it will affect even their parents at home. Now, there is a program that operates in many Australian Christian schools uh, called Run for Bibles. It's a initiative of the Bible League in Australia. Uh, when kids in Christian schools are associated with the run for Bibles, uh, money's raised, go into getting Bibles into the hands of those kids in South Africa. I imagine that's a, a major boost to you. Really? Um, our program in South Africa, about 70% of our program is in a school ministry. That is now public school ministry, where, whereby we have seen um, many young people, you know, primary schools, high schools, getting to know the Lord, and their life being changed drastically. And and we are happy and excited about that move, And but we are still, you know, scratching the surface. We are just working in a small area of one province in South Africa, it's Houting around Johannesburg. We have not yet moved to other provinces where there is a lot of need as well. 
but a program is doing wonders, you know, to change the lives of young people towards Christ. Well, we'll talk some more in just a few moments. Our special guest is Shadrach Molisua. He is the Bible League Regional Director in South Africa. We'll get more of an update on what's happening in South Africa and the initiatives of the Bible League, getting the Bibles into the hands of school students in a nation where the majority of the population is young. We're back with more in just a short while. Some insights today in what's happening in the nation of South Africa with a visit of the Bible League Regional Director in South Africa, Shadrach Molisua. Shadrach, you've been in Australia, and we were talking in that last segment about the Run for Bibles, an initiative that's happening in Australian Christian schools that's supporting the work there in South Africa. And you've reached, as I understand it, more than 150,000 students with the Bible. But really, that's just that's just a drop in the bucket yes. for the need that's there. Yep, yep. Indeed, you know, we, we are happy and praise God for the lives of those 157,000 young people who came to know the Lord, but we still have uh, a long way to go. We are looking at about 12 million uh, learners who are crying and waiting for us. And and the task is so huge, and we are very excited to reach those people, but we need more, you know, to can, can, can reach those people, yeah. So, yes, you're right, 157,000. Uh, that sounds impressive until you realise there are 12 million students in the schools and with the trajectory of the economy uh, and of some of those social issues we were talking about in the first segment, that is really quite significant and very serious because we understand that as it is here in Australia and in Western nations, uh, there is a sense in which uh, young people are the ones who are coming to Christ in greatest numbers. So reaching children, very, very important. Well, yes, yes. Um, you know, in, 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 in South Africa, you know, once you reach people that are around 12, age 12 to 18, it's the right time because they are receptive to the gospel. Once you lose that generation, you'll struggle big time to, to carry, you know, catch them back when they are a little bit old. Now, this is a good ground for, for, for us to reach them while they're still young and are still, you know, receptive. And you have some programs uh, working hand-in-hand hand with local churches whereby you're looking to adopt schools. Is that the way your program works? Yeah, what we do normally, we train uh, those local pastors to go to the schools and to run the program Bible in those schools as a public program. And, and the church will be able to see that these kids are growing in faith. And when they finish the program, then they'll receive Bibles and receive certificates and they'll become active in their faith in the schools and in the local churches. Sometimes I wonder about Aussie Christians who think how they can make a difference in the life of someone uh, who may be in uh, the nation of South Africa. But when a donation is given... The donation finds its way into the investment in the Bibles. Uh, those Bibles come to the local church in South Africa, and the local church then is responsible in reaching out into the schools. Is that the way it works? Is that the, the process? Yeah, what we normally do, we, we, are, we train those church leadership how to run the program in the schools, you know. And then once the kids have completed the program, so we give these pastors Bibles to give to the kids. 
but you are there to monitor and to take some testimony and to make sure that each and every child receives a Bible. And are there particular cities or regions of South Africa that you're most involved in? Yeah, we are most in Houghton province, that is Job Johannesburg areas, in different areas, you know, and most of those areas are in townships uh, and in outskirts, you know, where there's a lot of need. But also we are in some other few provinces, you know, in the northwest and in the northern province a little bit. But the the task is so huge, so we can do little as we, as we can for now. And there is, in South Africa, as I understand it, and I'm not an expert on South Africa, but there's a, oftentimes a, a big difference between those who have and those who don't have. There's a, a widespread poverty, particularly around the uh, outskirts of the big cities. Oh, yes. Um, so are those children in those... Uh, in those uh, developing areas, are they part of the schools? Uh, are they part of the ones that uh, are being reached out to? Yeah, mostly we are targeting those kids who are marginalised, you know, from those areas that are, you know, in need, you know. Uh, South Africa is a very you know, complex country. We have three worlds in, in one country. We have the first world, second world and the third world. But most of our work as a Bible is concentrated in more of the third world kind of, uh, you know, uh, people. Yep. Shadrach, here in Australia, making friends with new partners, new people who will support the ministry of Bible League. Uh, how do you hope people will respond? Uh, I'm going to give a website in just a few moments where people can respond uh, in their sense of connecting with you or becoming a prayer partner, becoming a financial supporter. How do you hope that people are going to respond, uh, having heard our conversation today? Well, we, I'm hoping that the response will be very great. You know, uh, I normally say, you see, this opportunity for everyone to jump into it. We don't know how long the government of Africa will allow the, the Bibles and the Christian teachings in those schools. But at the moment, we have the window of opportunity and we're expecting uh, Christians to respond in time so that we can be able to close that gap where there's the opportunity. Well, it's just a pleasure getting your insights because you're coming from South Africa. You're working on the ground, working with those local churches. And as you say, there are three worlds, first world, second world, and third world people who are living in the one nation. I want to point people to the Bible League website where you can find some more details about what's happening with the work in South Africa. I mentioned the Run for Bibles program that's operating in many Aussie Christian schools and those funds that are raised from the Run for Bibles program are used to support the work that's going on in South Africa. The Bible League website is easy to remember, BL for Bible League. That's bl.org.au. And our special guest, the Bible League Regional Director for South Africa, Shadrach Molisuwa. And Shadrach, I want to thank you so much for dropping in and talking to us today about your work here on 2020. Welcome, sir. Thank you so much. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.